This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. It is not intended to cause or induce breach of an existing agency agreement. The goal of this podcast since day one is to provide the best information on the Vancouver real estate market at no cost to you, the listeners. To that end, we'd like to thank the following sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Marcon, a local family-owned and managed real estate development and construction company that's been around for nearly four decades. Marcon is not only committed to high-quality construction, but it also is making a positive impact in the communities in which it builds all across the Lower Mainland. We want to highlight two incredible Marcon projects. Elmwood, a 38-story tower located at Burquitlam's most important intersection, Como Lake Avenue and Clark Road. This landmark tower will feature 335 condominiums, over 37,000 square feet of office and retail space, and almost 20,000 square feet of amenity space. Elmwood has been incredibly popular with 80% sold currently, but they still have a great selection of junior one-bedroom all the way to three-bedroom homes remaining. Check out markon.ca slash Elmwood for more. And Matt, we are also excited about Sone House, Markon's newest community in West Coquitlam. With 165 homes ranging from junior one beds to three beds, Sone House offers the perfect West Coast aesthetic with a more nuanced Nordic-inspired design. Register today at markon.ca slash Sonehouse. That's S-O-E-N-H-A-U-S. Or you can learn more at markon.ca or follow them at Instagram at markonhomes. Markon, building for life. Hello? 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 This is the Vancouver Weather State Podcast. Hey, Adam, it's Matt. How you doing? Hey, good, Matt. How you doing? Good, good. So I'm calling you from the podcast. I'm live in yeah. the studio, uh, snow on the ground here in Vancouver. Where are you? I'm in a hotel room in uh, Koh Samui, an island in uh, Thailand. It's about 2.30 in the morning. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm trying to be trying to be as quiet as possible. Yeah, pretty tired. But, so, uh, so ready to go. Yeah, li- living the life on the beach for a couple of weeks after you got married. <laughs> yeah, not not really. Actually, it's been uh, I think around day six of of straight rain, like twenty four hour rain right now. We Oof. we basically uh, yeah it, we we had like one day of of amazing sunshine sitting around the pool, and since then it's been raining like a monsoon came in, and um, yeah, it's been nonstop. So, trying to decide if we're gonna. Uh, stick it out here for a couple more days or just head to Bangkok early and um, at least we can uh, catch a movie somewhat warm weather yeah yeah wow so quite quite the honeymoon by the sounds of things at least at least you have each other yeah at least you have each other yeah well we were actually we were in Tokyo before this and uh, it was two things happened one it was the first time in November in the last 54 years that they've they've had snow so we've kind of brought the snow to Tokyo and, uh, and then there was two earthquakes while we were there. And one was the largest earthquake that they've had, um, since 
the one in 2011, the the one that was nine on the on nine on the Richter scale. Yeah. I think this one was seven point three. So so, uh, and where were you? Yeah, because that, obviously, we just had uh, the last episode was John Shrestovatov from Osanko, uh, the seismic right. specialist, talking about um, earthquakes here in Vancouver. We talked yeah, about Terremoto already, but uh, how do you say it in I, Japanese? Well, the first thing I was, uh, the first thing I think I texted you was, it would have been better had uh, had we done the intro or the outro after the earthquake this is the yeah Tokyo. this is the importance of the podcast in your mind <laughs> yeah, right yeah. as the building yeah, is shaking uh all you're thinking uh, about is uh, is this great producing great radio <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but uh no i was in the hotel room we were on uh i think we we're on the seventh or eighth floor it woke me up like i it was around 6 a.m and the bed started vibrating and it, it felt actually i I, like it felt like somebody was just shaking the bed and I got up and, and then it, and then the building actually just swayed back and forth and uh, it happened for probably tough to say. I mean, it felt like it felt like a lot longer than it actually probably was. I think it felt about three or five minutes, but it was likely closer to about 45 seconds. And, uh, and then everything calmed down and I called downstairs, I guess in Japan, there's earthquakes all the time. Right. You know, there was two when, when even just during the time we were there and I'd run into a guy in the elevator and I was like, Hey, did you feel the earthquake last night? And he's like, I've been here six weeks. Like there's an earthquake every other day. I'm, I'm used to it. And actually I called, I called down from, you know, I was thinking, Oh, the, the building's going to get evacuated. Everyone's going to be on the street. street." yeah. Yeah, exactly. And see what see what happens but um called down to the front desk and um the front desk was like the guy didn't speak very much english but he spoke enough english to tell me that there was nothing to be concerned about and go back to bed kind of thing so yeah so there that was it so an eventful so a monsoon and a and an earthquake sounds sounds like a dream honeymoon yeah yeah looking forward to getting back to vancouver Right on. Okay, well, so in any event, uh, this week, of course, the stats for November just came out. The Real Estate Board of Greater Vancouver released its stats. So we want to do a quick update here on what we're seeing in the market. I mean, Adam, you've been away for the last couple of weeks. So uh, I guess we'll leave the on the ground commentary to yours truly. But um, but yeah, maybe we should get maybe we should get uh, into some real estate news here. Well, what about yeah? And I'm actually curious how how are things going there on the ground on the ground floor? Yeah, so a lot of the same essentially in my mind. The guys in the office that I'm speaking to, we're all busy. Um, you know, I have two subject removals today. It's, it's still very active. One of those two was was multiple offers with with three offers. I'm feeling like you know, as we talked about before, that kind of local market is, is very active and anything good is still, is still getting multiple offers. I think the difference is that, you know, nobody's wildly overshooting right now. Some people are, are not wanting to compete and the people who do compete, you know, taking a more rational approach, I think, or at least not banking on kind of massive increases over the next six months where, you know, you'll pay a little bit of a premium today to get into the market, see some return within the next couple months. Right now it's, you know, if it's priced correctly at 549, you know, somebody might be paying 552, 556, 561, that type of thing. But, you know, we're also seeing uh, multiple offers where the offer that uh, is successful is, you know, has a, has a load of subjects on it too, which is uh, a little bit unique. But 
but for the most part, you know, especially in that under a million mark we're seeing, it's it's still quite active. And I, I think, Adam, you were looking at Snap Stats, that, that, that report we yeah. get. Um, you do you have any stats to back that up? Well, yeah. I mean, once the stats came out, I always, first thing I do is download all the stats packages and, and go through them quite meticulously. And, you know, there's no different on vacation. It seems to me, at least, that last month was was really quite active, especially in the attached market. In the detached market, obviously, we'll, we'll get to that, but but quite a, a different story there. Yeah, yeah, we'll focus um, on condos first. Yeah, to talk about condos, though, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the sales ratio of condos and townhomes downtown. You know, it's a 37% sales ratio. So, I mean, we've, we've talked about sales ratios uh, a lot on, on the podcast, but for those who are just tuning in on, for the first time, you know, that means that 3.7 basically four of out of 10 homes are selling so it's a it's a seller's market and homes are selling about three percent above asking price so you know that's a, a good sign for for sellers who who have attached properties in the, in the downtown core the most active price band seems to be entry level around the 500k mark right and another thing that's that's interesting about it i've noticed is inventory is down from october um, downtown, it's down about 12%. Basic supply and demand, you, you would think that, you know, with that decrease, it's it's a, it's helping sellers to, to an extent. So taking yeah. away a bit of the competition. Right. And that, we should say, is is kind of part of the the seasonal ebb and flow of the market as well, right? right? The the fall market is, is the busiest time. October is kind of like the prime fall market time. Uh, it's not a surprise that as we're getting into holiday season here and, uh, you know, our office is a ghost town that uh, that a lot of people are deciding not to list over over the holiday season. We're close enough now that, yeah, people are opting to wait, to wait until spring, you know, or until the new year at least. Right. Just to piggyback on what you're saying about condos here, I mean, Vancouver East, the east side uh, of Vancouver, was uh, was up quite uh, significantly last month to the tune of about 3%. It's down uh, this month in, in a similar kind of range, you know, close to, let me pull it up here, the exact stat. Vancouver East is down 2.8%. So uh, if that was a big surprise last month, uh, and it's kind of seemed to have correct itself to be flat, basically flat again. Uh, Vancouver West is, or sorry, that was single family detached, uh, for Vancouver East, it's 2.7. So I was, I knew that it was pretty close there. 2.7% on the West side, including downtown, we're up 0.9 of a percent. So, you know, slight increases in, uh, in the condo market on the West side, slight decreases on the East side. I think we're, we're basically still flat. Um, and I don't expect that to change in the next, uh, next month or, or two here. And it does seem based on the sales ratio, so that uh, stuff is still turning over in, in the sense that, I mean, you know, the inventory is down on the west side for condos and townhomes. It's down 13% from October. Right. Um, it seems to be pretty active across the board. It's a 40% sales ratio, which is actually significantly better than than it than it has been in the last couple months right um so the west side actually seems to be it was quite strong in november and then the east side in in terms of sales ratios even stronger and it sounds like that wasn't reflected in in the uh in the benchmark price um but up 60 it's 66 percent sales ratio and it seems to be strong right up to about the 1.2 million dollar mark um, right. again inventory is down 15 percent from october 
So, so the inventory issue or the lack of supplies is definitely helping out here with the sales ratios. That's that's for sure. So, moving on, anything else about condos, Adam? You want to say? It does seem what I'm seeing. At least it, it seems like uh, condos and townhomes are active. If if you wanted to point to a reason why, I would argue at least that you know it's it's that sub. million dollar the more the the local market yeah um likely end users fairly active market right now so yeah for sure um not that surprising perhaps moving into the detached market though i mean obviously that's where we see prices significantly higher and uh as we've talked about on the podcast before it seems to be the higher price point really seems to be getting um creamed right now um yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, why don't we start talking about the West Side? So basically, it, it remains slow. It's a 14% sales ratio. So basically, one one of 10 homes are selling. And se- homes are selling right now on an average of about 4% below list price. So just for people that are out, out shopping right now, the, the reality is, is that you know, anyone can ask any price. So list price is always, uh, you know, it's always subjective and it doesn't mean that the home is worth 4% minus whatever somebody's asking. I mean, you have to figure out where you think market value is, but, um, on average right now, it's, it's a 4% reduction on list price and inventory is down 12%. Yeah. So again, moving into the holiday season, not a surprise. And that basically seems to be the case right across the board. Yeah, and it, something that came out of it, and I'll just move right into the east side. So East Vancouver, 12% sales ratio, so similar to the west side. And what was really interesting about the east side is anything over 1.5 is a really tough sell right now. Yeah. I, I calculated there was 484 listings above that 1.5 mark and only 30 sales. Right. And so, that and that speaks to our point that we've made kind of uh, again and again here about the the entry level house is still still turning over but it's that once you get up to that price point where uh, it's it's a little bit prohibitive the price uh they're they're not turning over almost it's almost at a standstill. How are the price index doing? Yeah, so in Vancouver East, we are down close to 3%, 2.8% for houses and on the west side we're down 1.4 percent right over the last you know if if the east side is 2.8 percent this month it's in the last three months it's 3.9 percent in the last six months it's up it's up 1.2 percent so we are seeing those prices a steady decline right now uh and and you know one of the things i want to point out was that we are seeing you know if a million dollars for vancouver Eastside Homes is is kind of the, at least a, I would argue a psychological barrier, you know, that everything was selling above a million dollars for a long time. We are starting to see houses selling below. So there was three sales quite recently, one of them on East 53rd, right off of Fraser, that sold in uh, in a couple weeks for 960k. There was another one just south. That was uh, that was mostly lot value. That house. Yeah. In 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 fact, all three of these. It's, it's the hold and build variety right, right, here. Right. There was one on just east of Nanaimo on East Georgia. Nice lot sold for a million even. And then there was one at on Slocan, just south of Trout Lake, basically. So uh, likely a view lot then. 
Yeah, yeah, nice lot. Elevated land. It was on for 1.349, I believe. They dropped it to 1.19 and it sold uh, for 800K. Wow. So the, this 4248 slow can sale is an example of, of the type of opportunities that are out there right now. You know, we were sure. talking before we went live. I gave you a call before I, on my way over to the podcast studio here, and you, you pointed out, if you're on the market right now, as a buyer, I think it's a safe assumption that the seller needs to sell. You know, you're, you're listing your house over the holidays. It's, everyone knows it's not an ideal time to be selling. Uh, traffic's way down, uh, especially in the detached market. You know, news has been pretty negative for four or five months since uh, the foreign buyer's tax. So there's, there's some opportunities out there. If, if you're looking for a deal, December might be a, a fantastic time to be looking. Right. You know, I mean, although the last couple of years we've kind of been, uh, the market's been so busy that it seems to have just kind of powered through December. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it is that idea. And I mean, we've uh, we've advised people to do this for a very long time, but waiting until kind of the holidays, the reality is, is if someone's on, they luckily are on for a reason. And, and there is an opportunity to to be quite aggressive uh, specifically in, in December. I, I've seen some uh, pretty amazing deals for buyers come together uh, in the month of December. So something to consider just because a lot of buyers stop looking and everybody, you know, pushes pause for the holidays and um, some people have to sell, you know, so yeah, there's something to consider. Definitely some opportunities out there. Yeah. So yeah, Matt, anything else that you wanted to talk about? About the BCREA. Um, oh, right. Yeah, that November. was, um, yeah, yeah. So the, the British Columbia Real Estate Association, yeah, they came out with their forecast, BC home sales to decline in 2017 from record pace. And the big declines are in greater Vancouver. They're citing government intervention, of course, and uh, right. and declining affordability in the, over the last couple of years. I mean, and this is this is noteworthy for well, for one real notable reason: the British Columbia Real Estate Association is an industry association that has been very very bullish on real estate in in British Columbia for at least four or five years now, and they're calling right. in Greater Vancouver for overall decline here in the next year of eight point seven percent. So yeah, that's something to consider. I mean, you know, we always we're we're in the we're in the business of saying my crystal ball's as good as yours and there's been prognosticators uh prognosticating for a very long time about Vancouver real estate and uh, getting it wrong. So, you know, take it for what it's worth, but that that was that was notable in the last week. So, I'd say the overall stats whether it points to that type of of decline, you know, is not for me to say, but we're we're seeing some opportunities out there for buyers. That's that's for sure. For sure. And the one thing we should say is if uh, there are definitely opportunities for buyers, but prices haven't shifted too significantly. So if anyone is looking to get a uh, market analysis done on your property just to see where you're standing, uh, we're always happy to, to put together comparative market analyses for you. So feel free to Oh yeah, that's right. We are we're realtors. That's right. <laughs> we're realtors. <laughs> Sometimes we're, I forget when I'm on the to mic. Tell you what your pro- property, what your property is worth still, and um, and uh, give you a good sense of where the market is at in your area specifically, because we all we often do get caught up in the sales ratios and that sort of thing. But you know, it it always is property specific. Well, and and, uh, and we should point out here that you know that's an average MLS price, and I think. Uh, you know, if I was guessing, you know, I haven't looked into how they're breaking it down here, but average MLS price, obviously those luxury homes on the West side are going to play, uh, 
uh, a very large role in in that in that percentage of the decline there and it's not necessarily sure. going to reflect your one bed or two bedroom condo or your your house on the east side or or even your house on the west side that's not uh you know not worth nine million dollars plus you know so right you know take those numbers with a grain of salt it's the average mls price excellent so matt how can people get a hold of you yeah, you can reach me. I'm in Vancouver right now uh, on the ground, 778-847-2854 or at matt at scalinarealestate.com. Adam? Or you can try me at uh, country code 264 <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. 778-866-4574 or adam at scalinarealestate.com. And I will be back in a couple weeks. And, yeah, you're, uh, you're heading back soon. Looking forward to hitting the ground running. Back to the grind. All right, Adam. Well, hey, it's been it's been a real slice, a pleasure, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. And uh, we'll speak to you next week. Okay, talk soon. Thanks. Two thousand faces for radio. Subscribe today. Hey everyone, pardon the interruption. We just want to take a quick minute to thank the following sponsors who make this show possible. This podcast is sponsored by Common Ground Consulting. Are you developing in the Lower Mainland? Common Ground Consulting is a development management and consulting company with experience in single family, townhouses, multifamily, and commercial developments. What I love about Common Ground, Adam, is they manage the whole development process from due diligence and feasibility reports for initial purchase of land to completing rezoning, development permits, and building permits. They streamline the whole process with strong relationships with sub-consultants and municipalities and a deep understanding of all city requirements. Common Ground Consulting. Feasibility and efficiency prioritized every step of the way. Learn more at commonground-consulting.com or 604-807-6419. We are also sponsored by Oakland Realty. This is our real estate brokerage, best brokerage in the city, hands down. If you are in the industry, a new agent, an aspiring agent, somebody just looking to make a change, new culture, new energy, new resources, head over to oakland.com slash join, type in VRP 2020. That's oakland.com slash join, type in VRP 2020. Not only do you get to meet Michael Morgan and the gang, the big wigs over at Oakland, you get a huge incentive for first going to oakland.com slash join, typing in VRP 2020. <laughs>